This is News Talk 980 CKNW. 6.45, that means it's time to check in with Rick Forchuk. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, Joe. Good morning. I've heard mixed reviews, so I'm very interested to hear what you have to say about uh, Kingsman, the Golden Circle. Yes, well, it is a little bit mixed. Um, it helps if you remember, Jill, when sitting down to see the sequel to the 2014 original, that it is based on a comic book. Now, that helps off the top to recognize that there are many things that happen which just cannot be taken seriously. This is not James Bond, and it's not a comedy spy thriller. Kingsman has created a film genre that in 2014 was unique, and now with the second film, the surprise is gone, so it has to manage on plot, on action, and on character, and it does that quite well. Taron Edgerton returns as Eggsy, who in the first film was a rookie in the Kingsman spy service. Now he's an established fixture with the codename Galahad, which was the name of Colin Firth's character, Harry Hart, in the first film. Hart was killed, shot in the eye by Samuel L. Jackson's character, but he does return in this film. He's not an evil twin. He's not a zombie. You have to see for yourself how this happens. A Statesman is an American spy organization that teams up with Kingsman after a cataclysmic event in the British Home Office of the original group that forces an alliance that had actually been foreshadowed hundreds of years before. Julianne Moore is Poppy, an opium queen, taking over distribution of drugs worldwide, and she executes a plan to guarantee her product's sole survival at the expense of the lives of millions. And just whom does she have in captivity in her tropical compound, protected by armed guards and landmines? Why, it's Elton John, who turns into a somewhat shameful performance. Great singer, bad actor. It's all played with tongue-in-cheek, sort of, although the language is terrible and there are some crude scenes. Channing Tatum and Jeff Bridges sort of phone in their parts as statesman operatives, but it doesn't matter as the movie really belongs to Eggsy. Don't take it too seriously, and you have an entertaining time at the movies. Also stars Halle Berry, rating is 14A, and that is Kingsman, The Golden Circle, Joe. So is it supposed to be funny? Well, yes and no. (laughs) Uh, Yes, it's supposed to be funny, but in an odd kind of way. Uh, And as I said, uh, it helps if you recognize that this is a comic book. Right. And uh, comic being the operative word here. uh, So it's not a comedy. Uh, It's serious, sort of. And uh, you have to suspend your belief and suspend reality a bit. All right. Uh, Often you have to do that in the movies. Uh, Stronger. This one, uh, I'm interested as well to get your take on this. It seems like a very interesting film. Yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal produced and he stars in this film. It's based on the book by Jeff Bowman, a Bostonian who was at ground zero at the finish line of the Boston Marathon when the terrorist bomb blew both of his legs off. Now, if you're looking for an inspirational story, a story of a strong young man who pulls himself up by his own bootstraps and overcomes all odds, you will have to look elsewhere. This movie is tough and gritty, and it tackles every issue you can imagine, as the 27-year-old Jeff, a worker in the chicken department at Costco, and a very blue-collar guy from a very blue-collar family, tries to deal with what has happened to him. He's on again girlfriend, uh, Aaron Hurley, played uh, perfectly by Regina Saskatchewan's Tatiana Maslany from Orphan Black, is challenged to help Jeff, who really does not want to help himself, and who lives with his chain-smoking lush of a mother, Patty, played by Miranda Richardson. Uh, Dealing with PTSD, with excessive drinking, and with a circle of friends who really aren't much help, Jeff sinks deep into depression, even while waving a flag from his wheelchair at Game 1 of the Stanley Cup Final for the Bruins in Boston, and while throwing out the first pitch at Fenway Park for the Red Sox. 
everything you can imagine in his life, from the hospital room to the bathroom to the bedroom, is here, warts and all, and much of it is not pretty to watch. Gyllenhaal channels his anger at maximum as he plays Jeff, and the people around him are on a pendulum that swings from concern to lack of interest to simply using him when he gets into sporting events in prime box seats because he exemplified the spirit of Boston Strong, and because while in hospital on day one, he wrote a note. He was unable to speak because of his trachea tube. He wrote a note for the FBI helping identify the bomber with whom he came face to face. Eventually, he figures it out. He works towards becoming whole again, but it is a difficult journey for Jeff, and it's equally difficult for the movie audience. Not a pretty picture, but a most interesting and very realistic film that sugarcoats nothing, Joe. The rating is 14A on that one, and that's Jake Gyllenhaal Stronger. All right. Uh, Very different movie. Uh, Another Lego movie. Yeah, this is the Lego Ninjago movie. Uh, the balance between story and merchandising is always a, a trick with Lego movies. The two previous films, the Lego movie and Lego Batman, did a nice job of keeping things rolling along without hitting us over the head with the need to buy more Lego. <clears throat> by now, though, this film, which uh, begins... This film, which begins with a live-action sequence uh, featuring Jackie Chan, who's also one of the voices, is a little more commercial, if only because some of the new Lego creatures, such as the fire-breathing dragon, are just too cool to ignore. The story is about a teenage ninja named Lloyd, voiced by Dave Franco, who's out to do the wrongs and right the wrongs of the evildoer Garmadon, voiced by Justin Thoreau. In real life, Lloyd and his five pals are just regular kids, but when they turn into ninjas at night, they're out to save the world after school is done for the day. And in real life, Garmadon is just Lloyd's dad. There's plenty of action here to keep kids completely engaged, and there's great dialogue full of clever lines that will keep adults smiling and happy to be watching. Uh, The rating is PG on that one. That's the Lego Ninjago movie. There you go. Uh, We have Beauty and the Beast on Netflix. Yes, from this current year, 2017. It's a live-action recreation of the anime animated version of the Disney tale from 1991. We have Harry Potter alum, Emma Watson as Belle, the beautiful young woman confined to the Castle of the Beast, played by Dan Stevens. Uh, Emma Thompson is great here as Mrs. Potts, the Angela Lansbury character from the animated version. Ewan McGregor as Lumiere. Uh, Luke Evans is Gaston, an excellent retelling of a classic fairy tale. That's rated PG, Joe. And from last year, Monster Trucks. Yeah, fantasy adventure with comic overtones rolls out the story of Trip, played by Lucas Till. He's a high school student in a small town, and he'd love to move on to be able to go to the big city, get an education, leave everything behind, but he has neither the means nor the opportunity. Uh, Everything changes when Trip discovers a strange entity that feeds on oil, and it soon takes up residence in an old truck that he's trying to restore. Interesting concept and fine for kids up to about, I'd say, age 14 or 15. Much beyond that, they'll look at it and say, no, that's lame. Uh, Rating is PG, that's Monster Trucks. All right. Uh, I think a lot of people are going to be watching uh, the original Blade Runner with the new one coming out. Yes, indeed. Uh, This is good uh, programming from Crave TV. Uh, 1982's Blade Runner, the remake of the science fiction classic, arrives in theaters next month. This is a very good time to get reacquainted with the source material. Harrison Ford is Rick Deckard in a future Los Angeles, where he's an ex-cop and now works as a Blade Runner. People contracted to destroy replicants, which are androids who look human. When a group of four commit violent crimes in an off-world colony, uh, he's called in to find them and eliminate them. Rutger Hauer co-stars, as does Sean Young. This is based on the novel by Philip K. Dick. It's directed by Ridley Scott, and Scott still sees this 
as his most complete film ever. Uh, that's Blade Runner from 1982 and Crave TV. All right. And a quick look at TV and Star Trek. Yes, Star Trek Discovery. Uh, this uh, debuts tonight. It's set 10 years before the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. It's a new entry into the Star Trek universe, follows the captain and crew of the Federation Starship Discovery in a turbulent time during the Klingon Wars. Now, this is the first new Star Trek series since Star Trek Enterprise ended in 2001. It stars Jason Isaacs as Captain Gabriel Lorca, Michelle Yeoh as a captain as well, and Rain Wilson from The Office as Harry Mudd, who a decade later introduced Tribbles to the Enterprise. That is on CTV tonight, Joe. All right. Uh, we're just uh, just getting into the new fall season, so we will have much more to talk about next weekend. A lot of new programming coming up this week. You're right. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.